welcome to Melanated Conversations, our narrative and our perspective. Here on the podcast, we are amplifying the voices of Black women and sharing their powerful stories of transformation. I'm Tyrion. And I'm Yana. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Melanated Conversations. I'm your co-host, Yana. And I'm your co-host, Tarian. And welcome to the show, y'all. We are so excited for y'all to hear this episode of Melanated Conversations today. We've got a special guest with us, Miss Brittany Sharp, or yes. Mrs. Brittany Sharp, I should say. Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. I'm so excited. Yay. I love what y'all are doing, so... Thank you so much for having me. Um, when y'all reached out, I, you know, was just honored that you wanted to even hear from me. Um, I really, really like what y'all are doing, and I think it's so good to have, you know, conversations such as the one that we're having, you know, about yeah. all this melanin magic that exists in this world. Yes. So I'm looking forward to speaking with y'all today. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for saying yes. Um, and I'm um, just a brief little introduction of Brittany. So Brittany Sharp is the owner of the Sharp Standard Full Service Event Planning and Interior Design Boutique, curating designs that showcase your life's biggest moments. Her business includes three tiers that begin with the Sharp Soirees, followed by the Sharp Society, and concluding with the Sharper Image. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mrs. Brittany Sharp. And we're going to hear a little more in detail about those three tiers um, from uh, Brittany's business. But we just once again want to say welcome, Mrs. Brittany Sharp. Thank you for being here. And uh, we ready to get started, Yana? Yes. Let's do this. Welcome. So, um, Brittany, how, you know, you listen to the show, but when we always like to open up the show with a round of rapid fire questions to get us warmed up. So, and again, we will actually um, answer these as well, but um, let's go ahead and jump into them. So, first question, and it's an easy one. And it comes from me because I'm such a foodie. I love food. Well, I think we both are. Yeah, I love food. We love some food. <laughs> so my question is, what international food do you like? What's your favorite international food? Easy question. Without a doubt, my favorite, favorite, favorite international food is Thai food. Oh, that's <laughs> I can probably eat it every day. I love spicy food already. So the fact that spicy is, um, you know, a really a huge part of their menu and a lot of their ingredients. Um, I just love it. And then I love noodles. So like pad thai mm-hmm. and like spicy sweetness of it. So good. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I'm sorry. I couldn't hold my containment. I love, <laughs> I love, love, love Thai food. It's my, was, my all-time favorite too. Yana so. was about to jump out of her seat over here when you said Thai food. She was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> ask all my friends ask my family like they're like oh, can we they, they stop asking me right. what's my option yeah because it's like it's always going to be Thai I just I can yeah. eat yeah I can eat Thai all day yes I love Thai food as well well I think I think we're gonna I'm gonna keep up with the Asian theme um, one of my good friends is actually her husband is uh, Korean and whenever I go to their house they always 
like fix wonderful Korean dishes. And so one of my favorite dishes, and I hope that I'm pronouncing this right, but I'm probably probably about to butcher it, but it's called kimchi chige. And it's like, um, ah, it's, it's very spicy as well. But it's kind of it's a mix of like a cabbage with like beef and a bunch of other like, I don't know, just wonderful, beautiful Asian flavors, and some other stuff and I don't even know but it is delicious and I absolutely love it so yeah I'm going I'm going I'm sticking with the Asian theme but kimchi yeah okay yeah cool all right um we're gonna do another one are you ready Brittany okay what is one habit that you picked up from your parents that you thought you would never do as an adult? Like a habit that you just like, my dad, like that's so weird. I don't know why my parents do that. But now you find yourself doing it as an adult. I could probably say talking too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my dad is a talker. Like I, I remember when he would, you know, discipline my sister and I are like just normal things like getting out of the car would like turn into an hour long conversation. And I always was like, I'm going to get straight to the point when I talk to people, like I'm not going to sit there and go on and on and on for 10 minutes. If you, if you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, just say that. Don't just say, you know, well, I went to Walmart today and I found this really, really cool wheat bread. And so then I decided I knew we had peanut butter and jelly at home, but then I was like, I don't, it just turns into this long thing. It's like, I'm, you lost me. So I don't even know what we were. So then he, he'll like ask for, you know, an answer to a question at the end. And I'm like, what did you say again? And, and so I do that now. Like I find myself, which, you know, hints a lot about my background, me being a, uh, in the communications field, yes. having a mass communications degree. I, just, I talk. So it's really no way around it. Right. But I was hoping that I would be a little bit more straight to the point, but I'm not. Well, clearly it's helped you out in life. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's my, what purpose mine serve because I'm gonna tell you mine. <laughs> I wonder if we have the same one. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no. I'm, I'm even ashamed because it's now catching wind to my children, and I'm like, I'm trying to like break the cycle now. Yeah. Oh, so you guys know the good old Walmart and grocery store bags. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do when you? After you've put your groceries away, what do you do with those bags? They go in the drawer. You put uh, them yeah, in the, the drawer, under the sink. Under the sink. You tuck yeah. them in and you got a whole, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I used to always ask, like, why do we have so many bags? And here I am, a mom of two. <laughs> and we have a whole cabinet dedicated to grocery bags. And I, okay, I finally put my, I put my foot down with the family. I'll say, okay, we have one big bag. Once right. this bag gets full, we don't need any more bags. Let's throw them away. Right. And my girls, they're like, um, Mama, do, are you sure we need to throw this away? I was like, yes, please throw it away. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, my I was going to say, we do, that, we do that definitely here in our household as well. You know, my grandmother used to always, like, lather, like, when it's, since the weather is extremely cold right now. So during the winter months, she would always put, um, 
Vaseline on my face and I hated it because I would get made kids would make fun of me because I was walking around looking like a greased pig like face shining and everything and she's like listen I'm trying to protect your face you know what I mean from the elements the cold wind and you know it's just going to preserve it's going to preserve you whoop 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 all that um and so I absolutely hated it and now um you know it's extremely cold right now I think probably the majority of the country is like freezing um but the last you know I I'm I get the girls ready in the morning. I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Come in here. Put, let me do your hair. And I'm like, hand me the Vaseline. Let's get some lotion. Mix it up. I'm going to put this over your all over your face. And they're like, mom, why are we doing this? Listen, I got to listen. Your face, we're not going to have your face all ashy and chapped and all this other stuff. We're just going to put this on your face. And you trust me, you'll, you, you'll be happy. You'll thank me later. You'll thank me later. So I think that's probably one of the weird things I know my grandmother used to do to me. And I hated it. But find myself doing it along with the trash can thing the trash bags thing too or the the plastic bags yeah Yeah. it's out of control (laughs) and even a bonus one and we can move on but the junk drawer Uh, the junk drawer everybody has that right right exactly real you know what i forgot to mention when i was introducing britney that uh i actually know britney um Brittany, it's probably been, I've been married for 10 years now. So it's probably been at least 11. I'm going to say 11, maybe 12 years at the most year uh, when I first met you um, through some um, other friends, which Jasmine, we actually had her on the show a few, a few weeks ago, we interviewed her um, and another, another friend, but um, I met Brittany through them and have kind of, you know, I told Brittany, I was like, I, I stalk you on Instagram. Um, and I just been watching like the process and the progress. And I am just so impressed with the things that um, that you're doing. And I was like, I told you, I was like, we got to get her on the show. I remember us making our vision board and your name was like, it's on our vision board. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so, so excited about that. So just wanted to, to share that. Um, and you actually did. Um, about probably six years ago, you did some invitations for my second daughter's first birthday, which I loved. I I think I remember that that was when you really were like, okay, I think I'm gonna like go for this. And I was like, please, can you do some invitations? So um, yeah, Brittany is super talented. But we yeah, we're about to get into it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that here in a second. So yeah. Oh, I'm I'm, I got the first question, huh? All right. So we are gonna move on. And go straight into our melanated chat. So the first thing I just want to ask you, Brittany, is what is your origin story? Can you just tell us a little bit, little bit about who Brittany Sharp is? Yes. So I am someone who naturally loves to be around people and who likes to entertain. So I think it's no coincidence that I'm in the field that I'm in now. Uh, so growing up, I was always that child that like to plan the Christmas celebrations, my birthdays on Christmas, um, you know, like to plan, you know, any kind of big family get together, whatever it may be. Um, But then I've always loved to talk as well and always been intrigued by the news, um, world events, things of that nature. Um, And so I went to Auburn uh, University, War Eagle, (laughs) and obtained a degree in mass communications, always wanted to be a news anchor. So 
immediately upon graduating, I um, started working with a Fox affiliate in Birmingham, Fox 6 News, and was so excited about that. I went in strictly um, from the bottom up. I was an associate producer, so like an assistant producer. Um, and within two or three weeks, I can't remember exactly, because it seemed like it was kind of in the middle of the two to three week mark, I was um, promoted to a producer, mm. um, a full-time producer. So I was super excited about that, um, but still wanted to keep working towards um, essentially one day coming on and being on air and, and, and doing things of that nature. So became a health reporter for the station, still stayed in my producer role, but I did all the health reports. Mm. So that gave me some on-air time and loved what I did. You know, I, I was so excited um, and, and um, very confident in the decision that I had made while in college. This is what, this is the field I'm supposed to be in. Yeah. But because going back to my origin and again, who I am, I'm a people person. I like to be around things in the news industry you miss a lot of celebrations. You miss a lot of holidays because news is 24 seven. Right. So I've never was going to the Christmas stuff, the Thanksgiving because I was at work. And so it just really took a mental drain um, as well as physical on me. And I said, you know, I don't want to lose what I've gained from my degree, but I also don't want to lose myself and me um, being great involves me being around people that I love. Like I, I love to get together with family. Nothing makes me more happy than that. Yeah. So I um, prayed about it, talked to my mentor, and she said, well, how about leave the field, but not altogether? Like you can leave news per se, but then maybe go into public relations or, you know, media branding and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. I did. I left. Um, Fox 6 went to um, Homeland Security in Atlanta, and I was working in their public relations office for a couple of years, loved it. Um, In the midst of that, though, I um, had began dating my husband. And so once we got engaged, um, we knew with him being the breadwinner that eventually I would probably have to come back to Birmingham because that's where he was. So I, um, we did that. We actually lived in separate states for almost seven months. So that was, again, as we look at the origin and who I am and kind of how I've gotten to the point where I'm owning two businesses, all of this kind of played a role in that. So we were going back and forth for two or for seven months. God, as always, stepped in and um, finally put me in Birmingham. I became the director of public relations for the city council. So I manage nine different districts, um, public information, um, all of their branding, their marketing, things of that nature. And was excited and really felt like I had reached where I was supposed to be in my career. Yeah. Um, and but but I but again, the other side of me, I've always loved to decorate and do family things. So for me, decorating was really just an avenue, almost like a stress reliever, like an outlet to go having a stressful day at work, but then I could go home and craft and make invitations, like as Terry mentioned earlier, um, for clients and things of that nature. Never in a million years that I think it was going to lead um, to a career. So um, I think there, when you think about the origin of me, I think a lot of factors and people play into that. Um, and I believe more than anything that God has our purpose for us while we're in our mother's womb, really even before. So I don't discredit or doubt any experience I've gone through, any uh, person that I've met, any bad thing that's happened, because it is 
already done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was done before I got on this earth. So everything's going to work out. And I think, you know, I'm just kind of walking out as I came from my origin, just walking each step as to the journey that God wants me to take. But I know that, you know, he's not going to fail me. So I make mistakes, but I, I keep going. So I think my origin has a lot to do with where I am today. Mm, that's good. You're preaching to us this morning now. <laughs> I love it. So as you ramped up and, you know, started, you know, pursuing the event planning side of the business, you know, full time and full scale, kind of what point did you realize that this was something that was like, that was the thing that was the moment that was the, this was your area. Yeah. I would say, and this is so funny. I said I was going to be very um, transparent as I always am. I'm big, you know, sometimes I come off as, so transparent that it is offensive, but I am just giving y'all a disclaimer. Sure. I did not even want to be an event planner. <laughs> like, that's what is so funny. You know, when wow. I see, you know, I'll have people say, well, you know, do you ever feel like at some point you're not going to, you know, have business or you're not going to, um, you know, have consistent business? And I say, no, I said, because what people fail to realize is in the, Seven, almost seven years that we've been in business, I've never once marketed. So mm-hmm. for me, I know I'm in my purpose. So I know that what I'm doing is literally fulfilling what God had for me to do on this earth. And so because of that, he's never going to lead me astray. So I battled with God for years about whether or not I was going to do this full time. Um, because in my world, I was like, no, I have gone to school. I have a degree. I am a public relations guru, you know, Um, and the idea of event planning when I started a couple of years ago, to me, it wasn't that sexy. To me, it was, oh, you know, it's kind of cool. I would definitely credit um, somebody that I consider a friend and a mentor, um, Eliana of LED Events, with really changing the game um, for event planners and really creating an industry that people gravitated towards and were willing to spend the money on to get these extravagant events. Um, So when I started, I really was just going to stick with showers, corporate events, parties, things of that nature. And what has happened because God is so good and we don't really market, a lot of my clients are repeat clients. So we're with you from the beginning to the end. So you have a promotion at work, get a promotion at work, Um, we throw you a party. Then you um, turn 40, we throw you a party. Now, then what was coming after that is people were like, well, I want you to plan my wedding. I just got engaged. And then I was like, oh, God. So, you know, I really was, I feel, pushed into this um, and not in a bad way, pushed into my calling from God. I think all along he has known that, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do. But because God is so good, mm-hmm. he will give you the desires of your heart. So he did give me that time to spend in, in communications and public relations and, you know, be a newscaster and all of that. But then he also said, I'm, I want you to start building what was then just sharp sore rays because eventually you're going to have a full scale event company. And I need you to start learning, you know, how this is going to run. And that's the other big thing. about I always tell people when you're in your calling God has been setting you up for this your entire life you don't have to worry about who to call to get advice for what classes to take what seminars to go to it literally it just comes it's like a child learning how to walk Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so for me, you know, I look back and people say, well, do you feel like you, you could have been full scale years you know, prior to this? And I say no, because I didn't have the business sense that I gained from working in the corporate arena under public relations. Mm-hmm. So I was able to move that, you know, those tactics over to my business. And then that really allowed me to take it full scale, go from the sharp soul raise to the sharp standard where we're, you know, we, we do everything. Um, but, you know, I, it's just funny how things have, have all worked out and you look and you say, God is so strategic. Like he is so strategic. Like even with me learning how, um, to shoot my own videos, my, running social media accounts for non-different politicians. Now it comes easy for me to run my, my business account. People always ask me, how do you make the graphics and how do you set up your stories? And I, it's really just already ingrained in me. So um, I will say that I've always had a passion for decorating, but to be completely honest, I never wanted to be an event planner. I wanted to strictly plan events for family and friends Hey, you, my best friend's getting married. Okay, I can help with that. But I never in a million years thought like I was going to be an event planner, own a company with staff and things of that nature. Wow. Yes. That's, that's, uh, that leaves me speechless. <laughs> in a good way, though. In a- There's so much from, so much from that. Just, you know, from, you know, like you said, your start in, you know, media, news media, and then from um, PR and public relations. And yeah, you just have like a full gamut of just resources. Like, and I think it's, in- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just, and I think it's interesting that, um, Brittany, you said how, um, you, it's, you really never, you didn't envision, you know, owning and having an event planning service. You, you didn't expect, you had no expectations of anything like this blowing up. And and you just, you um, attest that to really God and his his plan, like you said, even before, um, you know, your parents even knew who you, who you were, um, just that how God just lays everything out and that you just simply walked in the path that he laid before you. Um, I think that is just super, super cool. Yeah. And I would just say to that too, it's just like, you know, since it's oftentimes the very thing that we resist is the very thing that we're called to do. That is so true, girl. Now that's a word right there because y'all, I fought with God I think about all these stories in the Bible of people fighting with God. And a lot of times, you know, God is so funny because he'll be like, you know what, girl, you're not, that's not even worth my time. I'm, I'm not finna fight with you. I'm gonna walk away. Yeah. But I'm letting you know, I'm gonna be on your tail until you do what I tell you. And that's what it was for me. I knew, I think honestly, before I even took that job with the council that I should have done event planning full time. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, again, I thought, I mean, I guess I thought more of, I thought I should have been achieving more, you know, like an event planner, like that's go and craft all day. You know, of course the industry has completely changed. It's not, um, not uh, thought of in that manner. Um, But he stayed on me. He stayed on me and I will never forget the day that I was tired of fighting with him. It was a Thursday and I was leaving um, like a routine checkup at the doctor. And I had just gotten frustrated with some things that had happened at work. And I remember I said, God, tomorrow I'm putting my two-week notice in. Mm-hmm. And it was like him saying, okay, thank you. Finally, <laughs> both of us, we can stop fighting. Like, because I've been 
pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. And I almost felt like I was on a, like a cliff. And he was literally like, if you don't do this tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to push you off, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, for me, it's just, again, when it's, when it's your purpose, it, it, it comes easy and then you can, you can make it easier or you can fight it. And then you can just go ahead and give in and mm-hmm. God say, okay, thank you. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I know you were mentioning a little bit about um, the, the three services under the Sharp Standard brand. Can you just break those down for our listeners a little bit more? Because um, I like I like the idea of you you staying with your clients, staying with you through life, um, right, through the different stages right, of life. Right. So, um, so, you know, as I mentioned, I was not going to do weddings. Um, one Weddings are a lot, um, of course, um, they involve a lot more of your time. Um, and for me, I really like to um, really get personal with my clients for them to become a part of my family, me a part of theirs. And I felt like if I started weddings, that was going to be so many clients, you know, that I would have to take on and not really be able to have that personal connection with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but as um, our clientele started to expand, and as our clientele's needs started to expand, um, I, you know, again, had formed that relationship with them and did, didn't want to leave them hanging. And so I said, all right, well, I'll do weddings, but I'm going to definitely consider myself more of a boutique wedding planner. So we don't take on, um, you know, 50 weddings a year. You know, we're going to take on the weddings that we feel will be the most impactful for both our business and then also. Um, you know, to me for, for the client as well. And so in the midst of that, and again, this goes right back, y'all, I cannot stress this enough to God setting you up before you even are born into this world. He literally has this path already set for you. Had I not had the experience that I had in branding and knowing how to set up, you know, effective um, brands and things of that nature, I wouldn't have known how to rebrand the Sharp Soirees from strictly parties to now weddings and, you know, everything now uh, interior design. Mm-hmm. So um, because I knew that, I, you know, I, I got to thinking, I said, well, it is time to me for a revamp of the logo. So I said, at this point, let's just go ahead and create an umbrella, um, which is the Sharp Standard. Um, and, and I have to shout out my husband too, y'all. I always tell people, listen, you are stuck with me for life because my business is, is tied into your name. So I literally (laughs) came up with the sharp soirees when we were dating. I thought his last name was so cool. I'm like, wow, Brittany Sharp, you know, as girls, you're writing your name and everything. (laughs) And then I was like, soirees. I was like, oh, perfect. Sharp soirees. So then same thing with, uh, the sharp standard. Um, I literally, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very OCD about branding, not just, um, with my own business. I always tell my clients, each of your, or your events has its own brand. It's not just a wedding. Mm-hmm. So with Terry and, you know, with your last name, th- this is the Jones wedding brand. Like, so everything has to be solid under that brand. Cause if you have a beautiful reception and then your invitations look a mess, your, your brand is not, you know, it's not yeah. on the same level. So yeah. um, when we decided that we were going to rebrand, I reached out to a friend of mine, Ashley Aldridge, um, good friend um, who has been with me from the beginning. And she's literally like my, my sounding board. She's one that I can go to when my head is just in too many things. I can't think. So I, cause I was trying to figure out what do I make the name for the umbrella? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, friend, when I look at your event, I feel like 
it's a different standard from other people. Um, mm. And not to discredit anybody else. There are some phenomenal planners in this industry. But we just, to me, provide a different touch um, in the yeah. sense of, um, like I said, we, we're, we're really with our clients their entire life. A lot are, you know, or when we meet them, we're with you moving forward. Yeah. And so she said, what about the sharp standard? Because again, we wanted to keep sharp in it. And I was like, that's it. Loved it. I remember it was like past midnight. We were on the phones. We had been thinking about this for weeks. So we went ahead. I bought the domains that night, um, went ahead and did the social media accounts, got those um, saved and everything. And so that was the umbrella. So from there, there are three levels. The first one is the Sharp Society, and that is for all of our um, couples who are headed down the aisle. And I thought it was so cool. My One of my neos, um, Brittany Autry, actually on one of my events years ago, she was like, oh, this is so cool. She said, I feel like your clients are a part of their own society, like the Sharp Society. Mm. And that I've always stuck with that. So I was like, all right, we're going to use that for weddings. <laughs> I, uh, I thought that was so cool because it's like, I'm in the Sharp Society. Like when they when they become a client, they get their Sharp Society package and all this wow. stuff. Um, and then they're with us forever. So um, I just thought, wow, that's perfect. So that was the Sharp Society. Again, trying to keep the S. Then, of course, we didn't want to lose Sharps or Rays because Anytime um, you understand branding, you under you know that a big part, um, and this is for you know anybody that's listening, it has nothing to do with event planning. Your brand is everything, mm -hmm. and in order to keep it consistent, you have to have it to where people recognize it um, at any level. So I didn't want to like fully change the sharp standard, and then people that have been following me under sharp sorays now are like, oh, does that even exist anymore? Um, so we left Sharp Sorays is that. So Sharp Sorays is any kind of celebration um, that's not a wedding. So okay. birthday parties, baby showers, bridal showers, corporate events, you know, anything like that. Anniversary celebrations, um, that's all under the Sharp Sorays. And then I started having clients. Um, and it's so funny, again, Jeremiah 29 and 11, Mm -hmm. favorite verse ever because it is so true mm -hmm. our plans are so small but God has so much more for us like first didn't even want to be an event planner <laughs> but not only did it turn into an event planning company it's now we have an interior design division um, because what was happening is people were like oh can you just leave the decorations that you did for my you know birthday party at the house and then I'm like can you come back over and stage something similar for like Thanksgiving and so it turned into people wanting us to design their nurseries people wanting us to design um different rooms in their house their entire house um yes. so I added the sharper image um so again we're really with you for as long as you allow us to be um and I think clients like that because most people and that's the human nature um you like things that are common to you. Like, so it, I'm going to probably stick with the same person that planned my birthday party to plan my wedding. Yeah. And then because yeah. she's planned both of those, I'm comfortable with leaving her in my house and I go to work and she handles interior design, you know? So, yeah. um, I know that was a lot, but I hope that kind of helps to everybody to see how we expanded from one to three divisions. Yeah, no, that wasn't too much. Go ahead, Yana, what are you saying? No, that was uh, that was wonderful. And I'm a, I was up here taking notes. 
because <laughs> um, I'm like, I want to be part of the society. Right. But um, but yes, it's it, how that all just blossomed. It's just amazing. And um, Terry and I were actually were talking about this the other day as we were um, preparing to interview you. And we were just going through your three tiers and we were like, oh, my gosh, she does interior design. We was like, so we're going to say this and, you know, this is this may be divinely, dis- you know, ordered from from yeah. for ordained from God for you know, to, to pass this message along to you. Yeah. So the next phase, we feel like we need some um, some some Britney Sharp standard um furniture products if those yes. are not in the works oh, yet nice. for interior design oh, you know nice. chip and joanna they you know they need to run for their money and right. i feel like yeah. you're the one yes. <laughs> yes. i love that i love that yes i received that because it's funny y'all said that <laughs> i literally just so we're in the process we moved here from Birmingham because of my husband's job. We're in Atlanta now. Yeah. Um, but we'll be building a home. Um, and when we moved from Birmingham, because we wanted to basically have all new furniture in this new home, we literally sold all of our furniture from our previous home. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got here, we had to get, you know, couch and stuff like that. We weren't going to do a ton of stuff in this townhouse because we're not going to be here forever. Right. Um, but the couch that we got is getting on my nerves. It's uncomfortable. So I literally just messaged this guy on um, Facebook um, who makes furniture. And because in my mind, I feel like I never see exactly what I want. We got this couch because I thought it was pretty, but it's not functional. Um, Because I I work from home, so I need to be in a space that's comfortable. I don't want to always be at a desk. Um, And so it's funny y'all said that. I literally just messaged this guy probably about six days ago uh, about what I want this couch to look like. So look at god just saying like we were serious we were like man you know the the our other our non-melanated friends be traveling down to uh waco and yeah. and they go down there and they buy pieces i was like Brittany, get her line in target and we i'm listen listen we was serious dead serious i'm i'm, I'm gonna pray on it because i'm telling you like I have like what I like pieces to look like. And it's so funny because I go to home goods. I'm like, that's exactly what I want. And they have one of them. Right. And I need four. Right. Um, <laughs> we still don't have dining room chairs. We have two chairs and the table sits six. It sits eight um, because I haven't found the other six that I like. So um, I just have one of the, you know, the head and the end of the each of the table. Yeah. But no. So listen, I received that. Okay. Really well, tier number four coming soon. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> See? Four, so I love that. Boom. <laughs> All right. So I know you've um, done events for, you know, a wide range of different clients and you actually have some mega clients too. Um, I know Eva, I know she was Pickford before, but I don't know her married. Oh, What's her, I don't remember. What is her best name? Marcel, well, oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so um, you done? Was it um, a, was it a birthday party for, or is a baby shower? It was her baby shower. Yes. So again, one of my good friends, Ellie, that was her client, um, and they needed a day of coordinator, and so Ellie tapped me to do that, and um, was such a good experience. Um, you know, she's a super sweet um, woman and, you know, had a beautiful shower for the cutest little boy. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Thank Shout out again to Ellie. Thank you for that opportunity. Oh, awesome. So can you share a favorite moment from one of your most memorable events? Yes, definitely. I would probably say, 
Um, thus far, one of my favorite moments was I planned one of my best friend's weddings back in May. Um, and so what was unique about this event, um, we are line sisters, so we became friends um, through the most illustrious sorority known to mankind, Delta Sigma Theta <laughs> Sorority Incorporated. And so um, because of that, you know, we, we definitely have a special bond. And so for this, for me, this event, um, as any event, you know, definitely was it held a special place in my heart, but even more so um, because it was her and she literally gave me full control. She was just mm-hmm. like, I want it pretty. And again, she was involved, but she definitely was like, I'm a nurse practitioner. I don't have any idea what stuff is supposed to look like, but I know you do. And I've watched you from when you plan Delta Week events up until now. So I trust you. So I think being able to see her reaction, we always do a room reveal. Most planners will do a room reveal before the, the reception starts. Yeah. And I think being able to see her reaction um, coming into the room, that was just so special to me because, you know, to have somebody that you love and that has been a part of your life um, for now almost 15 years, it was just, it was really, 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 you know, different. You know, a lot of times, like I said, your clients are there for a year or so, but this person is somebody that you feel like you've grown up with. And she is actually the person that pushed me along with Guy. Um, it was it would be probably two people, Kim Petway, um, who was another really good friend, and then my line sister, Jennifer, Jennifer Bogan. Um, she's now Jennifer Holloway. Um, and I remember when I was shaky about whether I wanted to do this full time, um, we had just got another purchased another car for me. Um, and again, husband has a great job, but I was just like, wow, I don't want to leave my job. Like all this is going to be on him. And Jennifer sitting in our, um, one of our guest bedrooms upstairs, she was doing my sister's hair. She said, the city of Birmingham does not make your car note. God does. Mm. And so I was like, you are so right. And it was so funny. That was Sunday, the following Friday. Because it was the Thursday after I'd had that bad day, I put my two week notice in. And I was like, she's absolutely right, you know. And so this wedding just really meant a lot for me. So it was so nice and unique to be able to see somebody that has believed in you years before all of this came to be. Now for you to give her her dream wedding like that was really, really special for me. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that what you do it, truly, I mean, you're serving others. Um, and I think that's that's a that's a that's pretty high up on my my list I think of being a a great human being is learning how to serve others and you get to do it from not not from a space of um of obligation but just it's a gift that you've been given and and you get to share that with others and serve others in that capacity and you also get to reap the benefits of seeing people's faces light up and you get joy out of doing it because it's 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 something you love to do so it's a win it's a win for everyone it's funny you said that about serving and this is again how I, I always I love when God sends me messages of reassurance mm-hmm. um just yesterday I'm in the middle of a plan of a plan on my Bible app that talks about serving and it talks about a lot of the um, problems that people have in relationships is because people don't know how to serve. Yeah. And it talked about, if you think about how many times in the Bible that God served 
you you would be we would be talking until he returned. Like mm-hmm. that's God is naturally a server. Jesus was naturally a server, yeah. and it just when it made me got to thinking like, well, what can I be doing? to serve more, you know, and then I thought, wow, I'm in an industry where I'm literally serving and meeting people's needs, you know, every day. And I was just like, wow. I was like, thank you, God. You know, but again, don't stop there. I want to keep serving people. Um, You know, one of my favorite Bible verses is that, you know, uh, work unto uh, work as though you're working unto the Lord and not unto man. Yeah. And, um, you know, I always tell people when I'm planning your event, you can rest assured that, a, as long as my name is on it, it's going to be great because I'm super big about reputation. That was something that our, my parents ingrained in my sister and I growing up. Um, but then even further than that, um, because God has allowed me to walk in my purpose, um, I have to work unto him. So if I have step an event, then that's half stepping. That's like a slap in the face to God. So mm-hmm. I promise you. As long as I'm living and breathing, this event is going to be beyond your expectations because again, it's not your expectations that I'm just meeting. It's God. So I think when we look at it in that, in that frame set, um, we can can get past a lot of like personal issues and I don't want to do this. I don't feel like doing that, you know, because again, it's, you're serving God, um, in the sense that he's allowed you to walk in your purpose. Yes. And that just made me think about, I always ask these two questions to myself. Um, it's the what and the why, What am I being called to do and why am I being called for that specific thing Mm -hmm. that always directs my path? If I keep going back to the what and the why and I feel like you truly, truly in tune to that, God would always lead you down the path that you're supposed to go. Yeah, definitely. It keeps you it keeps you solid, too. You know what I'm saying? It keeps you humble. Your your what and your your why. So that's great. Um, Brittany, we all know that entrepreneurship has its ebbs and flows. Um, and so I, I feel like you, you're riding on some highs right now, my friend. <laughs> but um, can you just tell us how for you personally, how do you push through pain points um, to keep you on the path of, of success or on the path to success? I'm gonna say of success, because you're successful. This is probably if we don't and I have to see what the rest of the questions are. But this will probably be my favorite question because I tell people all the time and I think now that my family and friends have been with me on this journey and they've been able to see the highs and the lows being an event planner is hard work and not so much as the physical aspect like I'm a creative individual naturally so I can come up with the concepts the mood boards the vision boards but being a wedding planner an event planner you take on so much Um, of the couple's stress and anxieties and family, you know, stress and anxieties and, um, you know, worry and things of that nature. And so for me, having a a support system is vital. Like if if I didn't, I really don't know how we'll be able to do this. You know, I have to first begin with God. Um, I can tell you right off when I'm having, when like things are shaky, I haven't been in the word consistently. And, you know, it's, it's for me, I don't start a morning without getting up and reading a Bible verse, but I'm talking about, I have to get up and get in the word yeah. devotional, you know, pray, um, praise and worship, whatever it may be. 
um, because as they say in the Bible, you have to put on your your armor. You have to be ready for battle. And I don't like to say battle in the way like I'm going out trying to fight people and things of that nature. But because I'm in my purpose, I'm being hit even harder than just the average person that's going and working a nine to five um, for something they may not really want to do, but Mm -hmm. it's giving making them money. So because God or the devil knows that he's attacking me even harder than others, you know, because yeah. he's like, this is her purpose. And it's the same thing with anybody in their purpose. He's going to attack you even harder when you're when you're really in your purpose. Yeah. And so being able to have, um, you know, like I said, having that relationship with God that's consistent. But then the next from there is my husband. I, I tell people all the time, bless his soul. Um uh, <laughs> I tell him everything, you know, he'll get home from work and he's an air traffic controller. So he's got (laughs) a a real stressful job. You've got thousands of people's lives in your, in your hands every day. But, um, he just sits there and listens and doesn't complain. Never says, I'm you're, you're talking too much. I'm over this. He'll just sit there. And because he has helped me to be a better person, he does a lot of times help me to see things differently. Like, well, babe, they may have their own personal issues going on. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm having a problem with, you know, a venue, you know, just kind of to me, um, not being as accommodating, he said, well, you know, just go in there and show and show them that even with them being mean, even with them being rude, you're a child of God. Mm-hmm. And so because you're a child of God, you operate in a different manner. So I'm not going to um, go toe to toe with you. You know, I'm not going to. Um, try to battle this without you, without you. And so having somebody like that, that lives with you, that you see every day that can, you know, say, help you to see things in a different manner. That is really, really helpful. Um, And it's funny because I'm in the middle of a a, a devotional right now that is talking about um, learning how to protect your peace. And Mm -hmm. a part of protecting it is remaining quiet. Um, so it's funny. My husband always says that just kill him with kindness. Like that, that's the biggest thing. So having him, um, to be able to, I would say he's the person I I vent to. Um, but then, um, my family and my friends, um, Devin Wyatt, Ariel Clay, um, Kim Petway, who I mentioned earlier, Ashley Aldridge, um, they get it a lot. I'll call them like, Hey, y'all at work, let me tell you what's going on, you know, and they'll just, again, help me to see things in a different manner. And I think it's, it's so important to have people in your, in your support group, not just in this industry, but any any industry that helps you to see outside of your feelings, like helps you to really say, okay, look, girl, it has nothing to do with you. They feel in this kind of way because of that, or, you know, this venue is doing this because of this. Um, And so I I think without a strong uh, relationship with God and then consistent relationships with family members, um, that's the only way that I'm able to keep pushing. Because it gets hard. It's times that I'll be like, well, I don't even have to work, so I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm going to let, you know, just go and go back into the uh, public relations field or whatever. And um, and just go do my nine to five. And then it's like, no, but that would be easy. And it's funny, again, like what you said earlier, the thing you resist the most is really what you're supposed to be doing. And I think mm-hmm. the reason that God does that, y'all, he's so strategic. He does that because he knows that that's what's going to make you dependent on him. Mm-hmm. So if you go to that nine to five oh, every day, you know, <laughs> you go to that nine to five every day and everything's going the way it's supposed You go in, you clock in, you leave, boom. You may pray. Tonight, you may not. Mm. But in this industry, 
I have to pray morning, noon, night. Yeah, like they say, the trainer tells you to eat five times out the day to um, to keep your metabolism going. I pray all throughout the day. Pray you know, pray without ceasing. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And even I'm learning now to try to you know as I look into this, I'm doing a couple of plans right now about protecting your peace and staying peaceful. Um, as I, you know, just really dive more into that, it's serious. Like you really just have to get quiet when things piss you off. I'm one. I want to get so good. And y'all, y'all can relate to this if you're, you know, married in relationships. Yeah. When when I when my husband and I would argue and we would both be going at it, we got nowhere. Yeah. But when we kind of to me, I felt like learned to say, well, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna sit there while you go. Mm-hmm. Then we both now now we mad because the other person is more calm. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's definitely true. Just just remain quiet. But yeah, I would say without a doubt, it's been um, God, my husband, and then my family and friends. Like if I didn't have that support, um, the the people that cheer you on when it's great, but also the people that are with you um, to walk you through things and help you move from one stage to the next. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. Yes. That's beautiful, and it's great that you have that support because, you, like you said, so man, it's hard to sustain when you don't have that support. It, it keeps you grounded, and it keeps you know, it, it keeps you, it gives you the extra juice to keep going on. Yeah. So, yeah. it's great that you, you know, you have, you know, those people surrounding you that's keeping you lifted as you, you know, continuously go through this journey. Um, I would like to add though to that kind of, you know. Outside of that support, is there any additional support that you would like to receive going forward as you continue to grow and expand in your business and in this journey? I really would say as long as God doesn't take my family and friends away, <laughs> I'm good. Like I really, y'all, when I see people probably get tired of me talking about it no. um, on my social media pages, but I have got a solid, solid solid support yeah. staff like you know there'll be times I'm having a big event and I'm thinking they probably forgot about it I told them about it two and a half months ago and it's in their calendar so before I even put my feet on the floor they're already calling me texting me hey sis just wanted to tell you, you got this you're gonna kill this event you know tomorrow and I'm like wow like and it's funny because I was I was having a conversation with my hairstylist another sounding board my hair and makeup Courtney Kirk and Tiffany Logan, they probably get it more than anybody. Cause I think when you're in, you're getting professional services done, you're even more vulnerable and you just let it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Courtney said, you know, sis, I think the reason that you've got such a solid, you know, support group is because you've been that for people for years. So now it's your time to be able to have that bestowed upon you. Like, you know, she's talked to my mom who shared with her things that, you know, I have experience growing up, you know, as a child. And she's like, Brittany was always, she's just been a compassionate person where she wants to help everybody else's problems go away. So now I think God, I think she's right. I think God has, you know, since blessed me with my own support staff that can help me, you know, um, you know, and moving forward, like just keep, keep, keep pushing. Don't stop. I know it may get hard. I know you may be tired or stressed out. But we got you. It's almost like you think about the uh, football player at the end of the game, them lifting him up and carrying him out the game. Like, that's how I feel a lot of times. Man, you're giving us free game right now. We don't even deserve it. Our list. No, I'm not going to say we don't deserve it. This is good stuff, Brittany. 
<laughs> this this doesn't this doesn't just apply to solely Britney, y'all. Like clearly, I think the the God support, uh God and support, a lot of support, healthy support from your family and your friends and having that that circle of people that that can be that are that walk with you through the good, the highs and the lows, um, and consistent prayer life and getting in the word. Uh, you can't go wrong. And and even when things do kind of, you know, slide off, um, having that support system and, and just knowing that um, that God is right there and he's the one that's walking you through this. You can't go wrong. You can't fail. You got to stay. He wants you solely dependent on him. I like that part right there when you said that, that sometimes he'll keep you. He'll he'll put you in situations to where it's like, hey, 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 don't forget about me. I, I am the one that is responsible Amen. for putting you here. So let's not forget uh, who, who's really in charge here. And so if, if he got to knock you on your butt. Or, or and, and not even necessarily in, from a sense of, hey, you've done something wrong, but just in the sense of, hey, don't forget about me. Hey, I'm here. Um, and just in all facets of our life, he wants us to be solely dependent on him. I love that. Um, and I believe that, uh, truly believe that. And I walk by that every day. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So what's one lesson that you would say, you know, as a black woman entrepreneur, that you wish you'd known at the time she started um, in your entrepreneur journey? Yes, I would probably say how to be financially fit in running your company. So I think um, um, as we look at, you know, African-American women, a lot of times when you think about finances and things of that nature in our households, just, you know, in and how we've been raised, a lot of times men are handling that. So yeah. for me, I don't really have to nabble or dibble, you know, dabble in um, the finance part of things. I know how to manage my checkbook, things of that nature, things, you know, like that. But as yeah. far as it relates to like the financial logistics of being able to set up a business, run a business, um, you know, your taxes and things of, you know, that nature, um, that's something that, you know, eventually I want to start a workshop um, that helps people and not so much like setting up the LLC. That's, you know, you can go online and figure that out. Yeah. But just, you know, knowing like how to do payroll, because, you know, for me, I never thought I was going to need payroll for my company. Again, I had small plans for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so knowing how to do that, um, knowing different grants that you can apply for, mm-hmm. um, if there's a loan that you may need for a building or whatever, knowing mm-hmm. um, how to make connections with certain banks and things of that nature. Because a lot of times, there are programs that exist within these banks. We just don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for me, um, as I continue to learn and develop my own financial um, kind of path, like your 401k, you know, I went from being in corporate where that was always done. You go in, you do your human resources um, appointment and it's set up, you know, so knowing how to still have savings and things of that nature. Uh, I just think that's big for a black entrepreneur because, um, you see so many times I feel like in our uh, race, you know, we have some of the best businesses out there, mm-hmm. best ideas, best inventions, yeah. but we don't know how to financially sustain them. Mm-hmm. And so that's why if you look at it in our communities, things have gone run down, they're abandoned because we, you know, get into debt. And I think for me, I always said, I said, if I'm going to do this, 
and want to do it and be debt free. So I need a financial advisor. I need somebody that I can talk to on a monthly basis and tell me what changes need to be made, you know, in my business if I want to see um, continued success. Yeah, that's good stuff. Once again, free game, y'all. Um, <laughs> Brittany, can you share with us um, what it means to manage our woman's superpowers? And and even before you tell us how we can manage them, can you tell us what exactly um, are women's superpowers? What that well, means? You know, you. I'm glad you put the S on it because it's not just one thing. I think for me, the superpower that I love the most about being a woman is that we're multitaskers. We literally can be in the kitchen, giving one child a perm. We can have bath water running upstairs for the next child. We can have our grocery list already made out. So when that happens, we're going to get everything done, go to the grocery store, come back, food fix dinner. It's just like we do everything, you know, and still have a career. And I think that is so big for me too, as to why I, um, people look at me and say, well, you got your, the sharp standard, but then you're also a partner with modern mold. Like, how's that going to work when you have kids? And I was like, I'm going to keep rolling. Like, um, because I think it's so beautiful that my child, our future children will be able to say, okay, daddy has a good job, but mama's out here doing her thing too. You know, Mm -hmm. she doesn't go into an office every day, but Mm -hmm. I mean, she's planning events and things of that nature. And I just think um, it's it's something that I don't see men exist. Of. There are men, of course, that can do, you know, more than one thing at a time. But I think for women, it just becomes it's just natural. Like I would always tell my mom, like, oh, my goodness, I'm so exhausted because I cook a lot in our household. I'll cook you know, do stuff for clients, do my work stuff. And then I'm exhausted. I'm like, I couldn't imagine with the child. I remember asking her one day, you know, how, how did, how did you do this with two kids? And she said, Brittany, I don't even have the answer. I'm just going to tell you it comes. It's mm-hmm. just natural. We, we just know how to figure out how to get things done. Um, and I don't know any other superhero that can do that. So I, I definitely think that women are special and, um, I love being a woman. I love being able to have that power. Yes. Yes. That kind of leads into the next question because we, you know, are such super women, you know, we do it all. You know, we we always have to give ourselves a little grace as one of my favorite people will tell me, Dr. Baxley, Tracy Baxley. We always have to allow ourselves, give ourselves some grace. So for you, how do you relax, relate and release um, particularly during this time, you know, as we are rapidly approaching the holiday season, because I know you're in high demand, like probably or <laughs> right now. Yeah. So for me, it is spa days. I love nothing more. And it's funny because like I said, I love to be around people, love a good celebration, but I love nothing more than to be able to go get a massage, get a facial, and then just sit in like the steam room, or the whirlpool, whatever, jacuzzi by myself. Yeah. Like I don't even have to read a magazine or anything. I just like to sit there and basically almost like have no worries. Like I don't have to think about what contract needs to be sent this week, what vision board needs to be created. It's just me, glass of champagne, glass of red wine, whatever, yeah. and just relaxing. So originally, I remember when I first started doing this, it was probably couple of months back I would go to the spa here and there like once a quarter Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. But now I make it a once a month thing. And it has really helped me to just be able to decompress. And it's funny because a lot of times my uh, spa uh, massage therapist will tell me exactly where she can feel the stress at. And Mm -hmm. she said, you're not relaxing. Even in here, you're not relaxing. Mm -hmm. And so I've started, you know, taking out more hours while I'm there and saying, and it's good. One of the spas I go to doesn't even have cell service or I don't get cell service um oh, on the nice. floor that it's and I was like this is nothing but God telling me yeah. to turn off because I would literally get through with the um massage go in the steam room and have my phone out with a towel in there so I can wipe my phone off as the you know steam is forming on the on the screen and it's just like this is not relaxing like you everybody you have yeah. got to pull away at some point from everything and just have time to yourself so mm-hmm. um that to me has been vital I wish I had been doing this um but, you know, it, I've been consistent since about May, and it, it's probably been the best thing for me. Nice. Yes. Good you found that thing for you and that yeah. you, yes. And you found it early. You found it early. You figured it out, and you're being consistent. And, yes, I think that's. And you, you and, and to our um, listeners, um, for our women out here, we know we have a few good men as well, but. <laughs> You know, don't feel like you have to apologize either for taking a break for yourself yeah. because, yeah, right. you you ha- you owe that to yeah, you. Definitely, yeah, that's good. Me that's and good. me and my husband subscribe, and we had to learn it because we would we would run ourselves to death, yeah. and we just say yes to everything, and it it got to a point where. Um, it was definitely taking a toll on us um, individually, but it was also taking a toll on on us as a family um, because we were missing out on family time or not just being able to just be at home. It was like, what was the point in buying a house? You ain't never help. Um, and you know what I mean? And enjoying the space that, that you've created for yourselves as a family. Um, so, you know, we subscribe to the word no. Um, and, and not only, yeah. And not only just being like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna say no to this, but saying no and being okay with saying no and not having feeling guilty about it. Um, cause at the end of the day, you know, I don't owe you or anybody else, any other explanation. I know what's important for, to me, what's good and what's best for me at the end of the day, when it comes to, um, being able to relax and make sure that my mental and emotional health is taken care of, as well as that for my family. Um, and so if I got to say, no, I'm gonna say, no, I ain't gonna feel no type of ways about it. And yes, I'm using all sorts of incorrect grammar, but yeah, I, I'm, I don't, we don't feel any, any way about it. Um, and we'll catch you on the next thing. You know what I mean? We'll catch right. you on the next thing, but That's good right we're okay with our nose. So, um, yeah. Um, last, I think, yeah, last question. And then we'll, we'll roll into our, uh, closing questions with you. But my last question for you is what, what's your long term goal for the sharp standard? Um, and I know we've kind of talked about maybe some things you you know, you may venture into, um, here in the future, but really long term, what's your, what's the big goal for the sharp standard? For me, I want to keep growing, um, in the sense that I'm able to help other people achieve, um, some of their creative, um, uh, I guess event planning dreams, you know, like I, I, we have a couple of people on our staff right now, that really, really, really have a touch or niche for event planning. Mm -hmm. And I would love to continue to be able to 
grow um, them, mentor them, share things with them that were mistakes for me that I don't want to be mistakes for them. Um, Because I just feel that in particularly um, industries that involve black women, we don't really, we say it, but we don't, we don't actually do it. Um, and have that mindset that as I climb, I'm continuing to, you know, reach behind and, and pull you up. Yeah. Um, because I'm not going to be doing event planning forever. Like, I'm going to be retiring one day. And so what? who will be the next person from my team that if we want to keep Sharp Standard going, um, they can take this over. Um, and so I think that is something that I want to do. And then eventually, I do also want to look at, you know, I always think about, you know, what would be really cool if you could have like a one-stop shop um, that was strictly minority-owned business owners? So mm. a venue, um, a bakery, um, catering, all of that could be right there. Um, and then to have it as, you know, all owned by three double minorities, you know, black women, um, mm-hmm. I, I just think that would yes. be really, really cool. So um, that's something long-term that I think um, has been on my radar for a while i know we've got to get our house built and stuff first i don't want to be doing two big projects at one time like that but um anything that's going to continue to motivate and grow other women i'm all about so um if i can you know look at adding an um internship um or entrepreneurial course um to the sharp standard at some point i would love to do that as well wow Yes, that girl. I just came up here. So you said you said business course. And I'm just thinking about, you know, you're talking about um, some of the, the things that you wish you known as an entrepreneur before you started. So you're going to have a whole your whole course on sharpen your business model. Hey. Yes. Hello. Hey. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Do me notice. Okay, just let me know what I owe you. I got you. Can I just be a member of the society? That's it. Yes, ma'am, you can. I am writing that down right now. I love that. Yeah, no, um, this belongs to Brittany. You can now you, you can reach out to me if you want me to help you with <laughs> that. Is good, girl. I love that. Listen, y'all, to, y'all to be on it, okay? She, she be on it for real. But no, this has been, oh, man, this has been a whole sermon. I'm going to have to remember, this is one to be replayed, well, all of our episodes, but man, yeah, uh, we're like plastic collection plate. <laughs> we got to send funds to Brittany for this, for this knowledge she dropped today. <laughs> okay, so as we wrap up, um, and well, you know, close out the show. We always like to ask our guests um, of the day, um, just reflecting on the year, um, you know, we're actually getting ready to wrap 2019. It's crazy that it's almost over yeah. and we're entering a whole new decade. Right. <laughs> so um, what would you have said for this year? Um, if you could have any theme song for 2019, what would that theme song be for you? And it doesn't have to be a song that came out this year. I'm every woman without a doubt because this year, um, Oh God, y'all, he, 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 I'm telling y'all, I don't care how many times people get tired of me saying, I'm going to say it until I'm long gone. He is so good. This year to me by far has been the best year, not just for sharp standard, 
um, but for the Modern Mold as well, the PR firm that I'm a partner um, at. Mm-hmm. It's just been doors opened and opportunities um, put in front of us that were really beyond our wildest dreams. I've had, you know, without a doubt, my biggest weddings this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that essentially has turned into even bigger clients for next year. Um, and I, I remember at one point becoming so overwhelmed. It was back in May. And I was like, I can't take it anymore. I was almost like you're telling God, like, stop the blessing. Like, I can't take it. And he was like, no, yes, you can. You know, when, because you're not, what's happening is you're trying to operate it off of your own strength. Yeah. But if you operate in these blessings that I'm giving you off of my strength, mm. you're going to be able to handle it and you're going to do it with grace. So I need you to, again, get back to the word. And then everything will work out from there. And it has. Um, so I think being able to look up and be like, did we really just do all that? And I went home and made pot roast. And, you know, our house is always clean. I'm a fanatic about OCD um, and cleanliness and things of that nature. And so it's just like, yeah, women, we do it all. Like, yeah. we really do it all. And it's never, you know, for men, they get t- opportunities to be like, well, you're tired, you're the breadwinner, go home and rest. Nobody ever does that for women, though. We're naturally expected to handle it all. Yeah. Um, and so I love, I, I, I can't tell you how many days I'll hop in the car and turn on, I'm every woman and I'm jamming, I'm at the red light. I know they like, what <laughs> is going on with this woman? I'm just like, I love being a woman, like yes. a Christian woman at that. Like yes. God, he just he just continues to blow my mind. I'm, I'm just so thankful for all that he has done for me, my family, what he's doing with you all. Like, I mean, I, I think that this is just so great um, that y'all are having conversations, you know, as I mentioned earlier, such as these. And so mm-hmm. we're all everyone. Yes. yes. I love that. That is so awesome. That is, man, I don't know. Like I said, you've just dropped so many, so many gems. Um, oh. And thank you for your, your transparency and uh, being unapologetic unapologetically um or sharing your faith um unapologetically I think that is just inspiring on so many levels and uh you've definitely got the keys to longevity um in your in your business I'm just so proud of you and excited and I'm just I just want I just want to be in a room and just watch yeah. that's it Aww, we might be talking God. offline oh, we will be talking okay, offline because I'm like I'm, I've been looking at your website and I'm like oh gosh her branding is amazing yes, yes. amazing so one a one um okay second to last question okay, okay. If you could create an event for anyone in the world, who would you choose and why? Now, come on, y'all. Y'all already know who this is. <laughs> B, I'd say Queen B, oh, without a doubt. Like, I don't care what nobody got to say. <laughs> you ain't got to like her. You don't have to love her. But you have to respect That's... the woman that she is. Yes. Like, you talk about I'm every woman. Like, how you give birth to twins turn around and then perform at the biggest, you know, concert festival yeah. ever. And not, you know, it's funny. Cause like, I think I'm Beyonce in my second life. Like, so I always have these concerts and I'm, you know, performing yes. or whatever. And my husband was walking in one day. I, I, I usually, when I hear the garage go up, I'll like turn my concerts. I'll like, you know, the concert's over or whatever. She sound like but apparently <laughs> I guess I was so into it that day that I didn't realize, you know, that he had, 
you know, would come in. And so he walks in, he's recording me. He's like, dog, <laughs> is this what you do while I'm at work? Like, you really think you, he just got a kick out of it. He was like, then you sweating. And he was like, how long you been performing? I was like, 15 minutes. Yeah. And I just thought, like, Beyonce was up there for over an hour, yes. y'all. And not just performing, but singing. Yes. Like, can you imagine, like, working out and singing at the same time. That's essentially what she does. Yes. Um, and so I thought, you know, wow. Like, I mean, I've just always been um, very inspired by her. Um, just love, not only just her music, but her work ethic. Mm-hmm. She is a boss. Like, when she wants it, she goes after it. And it's yeah. not done, half done. Anything that girl touches is branded to the core. It's, yes, it's, it is. it's done consistently, yep. you know, and I just think, um, I would love to do an event for her. Like I would, I would love not just to do it to say I did it for Beyonce. I would love to work under her. I would love yeah. to kind of see her yeah. best practices. Oh, exactly. Can I, can I exactly. So little- yeah, without a doubt, it would be Beyonce. Can I come with you and just sprinkle a little glitter or something? Just be like, I, I, I <laughs> both of us. We yes. Like, what are you doing? I'm just polishing things. So you know, I, I don't care. I picked up this little speck of glitter. That's the. Just sign us up. Right. No, like, it's funny because I feel the same way. Um, I think we probably all do collectively right here. On the, um, feel the same way about Beyonce. But I was telling Yana probably about a week or so ago. I was like, I just love how she moves. She will make moves, and you literally have no idea. Like, and then it's like boom. I was like, I aspire. Like, I be trying to make moves like that. I ain't no Beyonce, so people ain't watching me like that. But. <laughs> At the, but at the same time, like, I try to keep that. I'd be like, no, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to hit him with this real quick. Boom, you know what I'm saying? You didn't even know. You had no idea. I didn't say nothing. Just was like, but but I, I respect her hustle so much. And like you said, not just, it, it's it's not even so much about um, her singing or her dancing, but it's everything else that she does and everything else that she puts her hands on that's like dope. So, yeah, I'm going to say you it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so Beyonce, if you're listening, first of all, thank you, girl. Thank you for listening. And Beyonce, we know that you have standards. Yes. And if you have, you know, we have to add sharp to, to your, your standards. standards absolutely yes ma'am yes absolutely i love it i see what you did there i see what you did <laughs> love there. it girl you just dropping all the little branded jewels okay y'all got you i'm trying contact, to tell you contact us for details right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but Okay, so final question of the day, Brittany. Oh my gosh, we've enjoyed our time with you. Yes. You are always welcome back, of yes. course. Oh, so thank you. you know you don't need an invitation because um, we're going to really be following your journey now because we're like we're on a hunt for Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I told no, I've been stalking Brittany. Brittany, no. <laughs> but no, um, how can our listeners connect with you? Um, Definitely. So I love, and I'm so big on connections, y'all. Like I love meeting new people. Um, people tell me all the time, like I, when I looked at you, I thought you were going to be so stuck, but you are crazy. It's all get out. Like you are so fun. Like a lot of times I have a look on my face cause I'm thinking when yeah. people think it's I'm coming off is like, well, she looked mean. So I didn't want to say anything. And then I say something so, you know, goofy and they're like, Oh my goodness, this girl is crazy. It's all get out. Like, super fun so I love to connect with people I love um, you know waking up and seeing different DMs from people um, sending words of encouragement Um, I'll be like hey let's go to lunch tomorrow girl like I don't meet a stranger my parents said I've been like that since I came out the womb 
Um, so you can connect with me on all social media platforms, um, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, all of that. The Sharp Standard, mm-hmm. um, our name. And again, I was very particular. This brand doesn't mm-hmm. need to be Sharp Sorays on one um, platform and then Sharp Society on another. Yeah. So it's The Sharp Standard. And then our website is also the same. It's www.thesharpstandard.com. Um, and on there, also, if you're looking to have an event, recently engaged, you can um, contact us directly through the website. Um, but, yeah, any anything that you need from us, um, feel free to reach out um, through any of those avenues. Lovely. And we will make sure we have all that connected into our show notes. Yeah get to her you know she's she's booked and busy you guys if y'all if y'all trying to plan those um events and new year's gatherings and weddings and engagements baby showers showers, just because you know (laughs) (laughs) no but thanks again Brittany. this has been such a joy it's my first time um actually getting to formally meet you and this has been a wonderful experience for me so i'm glad that we're connected um yes and uh, you're just doing some wonderful things and we definitely want to continuously see you excel and grow and you know if there's anything that we can do on our end to keep you lifted you know we're here right Awesome. Well, thank y'all so much. I, again, I really appreciate the opportunity. I don't take um, anything, um, you know, lightly. I just, you know, again, I'm so thankful to God for any opportunities that he opens up to me. So um, I'll be sharing what you all are doing. I love to see other melanated, um, you know, women spreading our magic. And so the best really is yet to come, y'all. This is just the beginning for what, you know, God has in store for y'all. Thank you so much. Well, once again, our our last thank you so much. Thank you for allowing us, Brittany, to amplify the voices and stories of black women. And until then, melanate, melanate on, on that. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our chat today. Keep the conversation going by heading to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leaving us a review. Have a story of your own to share? Email us at info at melanatedconversations.com or connect with us on social media at Melanated Conversations. Till next time, keep raising your voice. voice.